This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Now you've got an impeachment uh, simply because the craziest people on the back benches in the House of Representatives are demanding that Kevin McCarthy call for an impeachment. I, again, this is this is the White House's dream. Right. It's very confusing if you are a real Republican where you go, because yeah. this is not the Republican Party as we once knew it. Matt, you have a new column in the Daily Beast entitled Kevin McCarthy's only weapon is his willingness to be humiliated. And in it, you write in part, quote, since taking over as Speaker of the House in January, McCarthy has been surprisingly resilient and effective. But with Congress back from August recess, McCarthy now faces what may be the greatest challenge of his political career. The Republican-led House has to pass a spending package between now and September 30th or risk a government shutdown. The GOP's right flank wants cuts and concessions that GOP moderates and mainstream conservatives view as unachievable, ill-advised and politically toxic. When these demands are predictably not met, it seems more likely than not that Freedom Caucus members who seem to be itching for a fight could bring a motion to vacate the chair, which would force a vote on removing McCarthy. Where, Remember, where, where, he cut where, where that does deal. the Biden White House go to send the check? Or <laughs> exactly. Thank you for them doing that. As long as McCarthy is willing to endure the humiliation in pursuit of his only true goal, remaining speaker, he will likely survive. Again, at some point, the government must be funded. But how and when? We are left with more questions than answers. The most likely scenario seems to be a huge S show that is embarrassing for McCarthy and the GOP, but ultimately pointless in the grand scheme of things. But that's just my best guess. Buckle up. We're about to enter into the land of the unknown. Like, we, we already haven't in so many ways. Yeah, we have. But let, 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 let me have it. Uh, Tuesday, 12 September, Year of Lord 2023. You see uh, the panic right there at MSNBC. Uh, Matt Gates is announced at noon today, and we will be covering it. Matt Gates uh, will be on the uh, floor of the House to lay out the case against McCarthy. McCarthy, they're having a conference meeting right now. He's already said he's going to back an impeachment inquiry. He's trying to buy time, save himself. We're going to get into all this. We are packed today every second. Um, and I want to inform the audience. I think it's going to be like this going forward because there's so much happening and so many stories we're trying to curate. I want to start with America's Merit, Rudy Giuliani. Uh, Rudy, I want to get into yesterday. Uh, the the uh, commemoration. But first, I, I've got to ask you, because you've really been 
the tip of the spear in informing America about the Biden crime family. And I will tell you uh, that Morning Mika and Morning Joe, uh, you see the nervousness right there because the White House ain't sending any check. This is the last thing they want because they're going to understand that on a national stage, we're going to un- we're going to unwrap the package of the corruption of the Biden crime family. Rudy, how's this nation changed from two, from September 11, 2001 oh. to where the country is today with the ruling elites, sir? Different country completely. Uh, we're now we're now uh, a country that you could adequately describe as a some form of fascist country. When you don't have a system of justice, that's probably the critical thing. And any country that even says I have a two-tiered system of justice uh, is really engaging in a lie. There's only one system of justice. If you have a two-tiered system of justice, you're an unjust fascist country. Uh, And then we can find so many other examples of it. But the main thing that struck me yesterday and destroyed my day was standing there with this group of, I consider criminals, who have made my country much more dangerous than it was the day before and the day of September 11th. I mean, these were all the people standing there who bring in the Islamic extremist terrorists. May virtually might as well write them invitations. When you have an open border, ISIS, of course, not being stupid, takes advantage of it and sends numerous uh, terrorists here well beyond what they could ever get in before. Not to mention the Chinese fentanyl multi-billionaires and the uh, uh, human traffickers and child traffickers. Uh, Bernie Carrick and I and Maria were standing there. Bernie Carrick and, 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 and Maria really despise Mayorkas. They see him as a walking liar. And I can't stand Harris. And I heard a giggle. And I, Bernie and I looked at each other and I said, we got to get out of here. I can't stand at this sacred ground. To my right was not a single person I ever saw on September 11. Bloomberg showed up, you know, a couple of days later when it was safe and became mayor on the back of it and on my back. And the rest of them never were there, had nothing to do with September 11. And here they're being honored at a September 11 ceremony for bringing terrorists into the United States in, in numbers we didn't know before. September 11, who I know are building toward another attack because I know them and Bernie knows them probably better than anybody. And there they are being honored. Meanwhile, uh, the so-called commander-in-chief has run away because there are 2,000 families that lost loved ones on September 11 who are basically telling him, don't let Khalid Sheikh Mohammed uh, live. He doesn't have a right to live. He gave us 22 horrid years personally, and he destroyed the peace of the world. Uh, He deserves death, like Hitler did, like Stalin did. What's wrong with you, Biden? And also, they they don't forget that he didn't want to kill bin Laden, the man who, who, who made it possible so their child never had a father. What kind of man is this in the White House? And then... To, to tap it all off, he lied and said he was there the day after September 11. I was there the day after September 11. You know that, Steve. I almost died, and Bernie almost died on September 11. He wasn't there on September 11. As far as I know, 
Produce proof of it, Joe. And if that's one more lie about such a sacred thing, why don't you just quit? You're a disgrace. What? Tell me about, hang on, tell me about, uh, it, it was Jefferson, I think, when the Barbary pirates, the Barbary pirates are very powerful at the beginning of our country, holding up uh, the Mediterranean, the British no, yeah. Empire, the Royal Navy. Uh, the, we said at the time when they took American captives, uh, not we'll spend, and back in those days, millions for defense, not one penny for tribute. Talk to me about Iran. We're paying a billion dollars per person to, to it's six billion dollars to the to the to the mullahs, right? Who said they're going to spend the money any way possible? Well, I mean, isn't that what isn't that what Obama did when he sent the money over in cash? Wouldn't tell us, and we caught him in the middle of the night sending cash to Iran in in the, in the hundreds of millions and billions. You know, you know, Steve, you only send cash if it's going to go to terrorists. I mean, he, he had to know that money was going to go where Iran sends half its money to people who kill Americans, Israelis, American allies. Who knows how much money Obama, Obama uh, contributed to the killing of Americans? We know how much Joe has. I mean, you can almost count the number of Americans Biden has killed. How long are we going to tolerate this? What are we? I mean, we're, we're laughed at throughout the world. His last trip, each one becomes... If it weren't so sad, it'd be a comedy show. I mean, he doesn't know who the hell he is anymore. And he, he says he was there Rudy. the day after September 11th. He's going to tell that to me, that bum. He's going to tell me he was there on September 11th. He doesn't think I, my I, I'm is suffering sin- from dementia. But my, my, Yorkus is, my Yorkus is sitting there laughing at America. One hundred and ten. Eric Adams says 110,000 illegal aliens in New York City, none of them have been vetted. None of them have been vaccinated. Not with the COVID. I'm talking about the basic vaccines you need. Uh, spreading disease like crazy. Crimes out of control. Uh, is that a, a breeding ground for the next 9/11 attack? Is in the 110,000 are already there with 10,000 more per month coming? <laughs> there can't be a serious uh, uh, intelligence expert, except maybe the 51 prostitutes who signed the letter. Uh, who would tell you that this country isn't more dangerous today than it was before September 11th? For the simple reason, we don't know. We may have great intelligence. It doesn't do you a damn bit of good if you don't check the people coming into the border. Uh, what good is intelligence if you don't know where the people are? So, And, and what terrorist worth of salt isn't going to take advantage of an open border? It's like this idiot Adam standing up there with stupid-looking face on Wondering why he has so many people in New York. Hey, jerk, you invited them here. I have your speeches from two years ago. Come to New York, best sanctuary city in the country. We didn't just have to be a sanctuary city. We had to be uber sanctuary city. Uh, more health care, right to residence, better accommodations in veterans. We'll get you a job. We don't get people jobs. I used to. That stopped, that stopped even with Bloomberg workfare. It was the best program in the country. Uh, Clinton tried to take credit for it. I started it two years before. And they did away with it. Uh, this is this person I see pictured here is a conspirator in the terrible situation we have now of fentanyl killing 75,000 uh, 75, uh, uh, Americans a year for the benefit of China. It's as if China is in a shooting war with us, but they don't have to shoot. They get us to shoot it in the arm. 
and they kill us. It's chemical warfare. They, they've yeah, got biological killing, warfare, chemical warfare, cyber people. war. They're killing a lot of people who are, I wouldn't say benign drug users, but not really serious drug users. You can get it. You can get it in the slightest amount of cocaine. You can get it in marijuana. You can get it in prescription drugs. They're yep. deliberately trying to kill us like they did with COVID. And these traitors are doing nothing about it. And they're standing there. And, you know, two minutes before that, they were laughing their heads off, including Cackler. I could hear Cackler. I was down here. Everybody after me participated in 9-11. They were put at the end. Bernie Carrick, Tom Von Essen. Bernie and I almost lost our lives. We never made much of that because we're not that kind of people. But I have a big claim on September 11. I almost died there. Governor Pataki thought I was dead. He has a document to that effect. He thought Bernie was dead. We scraped our way out with a lot of brave people. I don't remember that creepy Biden coming there. Now, it is possible he came and I forgot because I paid no attention to him when he was a senator because I thought he was so damn dumb. But he, I want him to produce a record. And I saw Dom, uh, uh, I saw Benjamin Dominique, uh, I think it is, on Fox last night saying he has a, he has a clear uh, uh, evidence that he wasn't there that day. So he told a big lie yesterday well, if this, the White House should produce a record of him being so there on the day it, after it, September 11th, or he should resign. It's a, a, a bald-faced lie. Rudy, real quickly, want to hold you through the break. Uh, are you open to be advisor? Jim Jordan tomorrow is going to lay out the impeachment query. He's not going to, have to go to a full uh, vote to the House. McCarthy's doing this, obviously, to buy himself time on the budget spending fiasco. But is it high time, do you believe, that we get on with the impeachment inquiry into the Biden crime family? Oh, of course, of course, Steve. You and I both know that. This thing was ready three years ago. We could have impeached him three years ago with more evidence than I ever had in any trial I ever prosecuted. It's now, it's almost an embarrassment to a professional prosecutor to go to trial with this much evidence. I had a trial once that was all on tape, and I told the prosecutor, you're not really a prosecutor, you're, you're just a disc jockey. I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, a dignity and a, and a challenge to trying a case. It means there's some degree of doubt. There's more evidence against Joe Biden, believe me, than any criminal defendant I have ever heard of, including many, if not all, sitting in prison. Hang on one second, Rudy. We want to bring you back and get into the details of the Biden crime family and the upcoming impeachment of Joe Biden. The former KGB colonel, Vladimir Putin, who, by the way, is no friend of the United States, called the U.S. dollar's drop in dominance objective and irreversible during the recent BRICS conference in South Africa as Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa formally agreed to use local currencies instead of the U.S. dollar. It's the first shoe to fall. We call this the de-dollarization movement. Now, as demand for the dollar weakens, the buying power of the dollar weakens. That is why Birch Gold Group is busier than ever. Investors and savers are looking to harness the power of physical gold held in a tax-sheltered IRA. Text Bannon, that's B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. With thousands of happy customers 
an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and countless five-star reviews. You can count on Birch Gold to help you navigate transitioning an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. As the U.S. dollar continues to receive pressure from foreign countries, digital currency, and central banks, arm yourself with information on how to protect your savings. Text Bannon to 989898. That's Bannon at 989898 to claim your free information kit. Use your agency. Do it today. There's never an exit plan. And Willie, the thing is, if you're Kevin McCarthy, let me let me be very careful how I say this. I would not use initials, but I would say F-A and F-O. Uh, and you guys can figure that out at home. Uh, go ahead, vacate the chair. I'm fine mm. with that. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to just be outside uh, watching watching a baseball game while you guys try to find somebody that can get 218 votes because you're not going to be able to find it. Come get me in a couple of days when you find out what a fool you've made of yourself. I mean, that's the thing. There is no backup plan. They already tried to find somebody to take Kevin McCarthy's place. Yeah. And, and, and the mainstream Republicans okay. in that caucus, they're not going to say, oh. Okay. Uh, we're we're going to put a pin in this and come back to this many times. It's called the bid away. This is what McCarthy's trying to save himself now with President Trump and everybody. There's nobody else. I'm not so sure about that, Kevin McCarthy. Um, and the shiny toys you're putting in front of us are not going to stop the inexorable move to cut the massive government spending of Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi. We're not going back to those numbers. And I realize the donors, I'm getting blown up by donors. They're about, oh, you can't do this. You can't do this. Just watch us because it's rolling today at noon. And we'll cover it on Getter and over at Rumble. Uh, Kevin, um, Matt Gates will lay out the case. He'll lay out the archi- architectonics of the case against McCarthy. Uh, Rudy Giuliani, America's Mayor. First off, Rudy, a, a quick, uh, just a fact check. Did you, have you ever lost a case as a prosecutor? No, I. Uh, well, I lost two, and then I won them uh, on retrial. They were hung, hung juries. Got it. Got it. But that's lost. You, you eventually got them all. It could, so with I the evidence that you like have 50, today, zero and two. <laughs> Fifty zero and two. But you won them after after yes, yes, yes. going back and retrying. Both of them went to jail for over ten years. Yeah. Perfect. Um, do you have enough evidence that you've been able to pull together oh. that you've seen, not even what Jordan and Comer see, that, that they've gone over to the Treasury Department, to the records themselves, to go before a grand, a hostile grand jury in either Washington, oh. D.C. federal court or New York City and bring an indictment on the Biden crime family, particularly Joe Biden? Steve, before we had the hard drive, uh, way back in the beginning of 2019, I had enough evidence to get a, to get an indictment, and uh, it's all documented uh, both on Hannity, uh, in the columns of uh, John Solomon, and on my own podcast. So it's actually frozen in time uh, before we even knew about the hard drive. The hard drive made it a slam dunk. Uh, the, uh, the witnesses, all, all I would have needed was for a State Department under Republicans and a Treasury Department under Mnuchin to do two things, to allow five witnesses to come over from Ukraine and to open a bank account the uh, Ukrainians wanted opened that they claimed contained massive amounts of money for the Bidens that 
Mnuchin's State Department. Yeah, in in his Treasury Department. And that's how we found hundreds of special action reports that almost always indicated... In the hard drive... Right. Yes, the the wire transfers. In the... the, in the hard, we'll get to Mnuchin on, on another day. That's a whole nother festering sore. Another investigation, um, by the way. What the, the hell was he covering him up for? We got that. I agree with you. But we're going to get to that. Uh, but the, that doesn't even include what's on the hard drive, which is the Chinese Communist Party uh, bribery. The question in the Constitution: bribery is uh, like high crimes and misdemeanors is a is a potential charge to remove Joe Biden from office. Do you believe you have the evidence? That's there from both Ukraine and the Chinese Communist Party of bribery of Joe Biden when he was vice president of the United States, sir. Yeah, it would be considered a case of overwhelming evidence. Uh, There are cases that courts of appeal describe as so overwhelming, even if you commit error in the case, they'll affirm it because the evidence is so overwhelming and a jury could reach no other conclusion. This would be in that category. Uh, and I know New York grand juries, they haven't changed that much. Uh, you got to give me about a month with them so I can get them all the evidence. Uh, they would indict unanimously. And I take it that includes Washington, D.C. also? The, the, I don't the know about Capitol, Washington, were forced to tra- Isn't that interesting, Steve? You know, I always practiced in New York. I still have okay. a substantial number of New Yorkers, despite even the liberals here who love me. And come up and thank me, particularly African-Americans, I have to tell you, for helping them and getting them jobs. And now I've become much more popular here with Adams and de Blasio. And I have people begging me to come back as mayor. Again, minorities, African-Americans, Democrats. I think if I tried a case in New York, it'd be a little different than somebody else. And, uh, can and again, we, um, I know him. I grew up here. I grew can up we in... Break- could we could we make, break some news here? Are you prepared? Are you prepared to challenge Adams in the next uh, Mariola race? Well, Would you take you're on really Eric pushing Adams me hard now, aren't city? you? <laughs> so I'll have to do a cognitive test at my age. What do you think? You think I could pass it? <laughs> I think I think you could pass it. I think you pass it. Rudy, are you prepared to be an advisor to uh, either Comer or it looks like judiciary is going to handle this? Uh, you, uh, Jim Jordan, would you be an advisor? advisor? I'm, prepared, I'm prepared to do the questioning if they got the guts for it. They, I mean, they're wonderful guys, but I mean, this was my profession, not theirs. I, I know how to question a lot better than they do. I'll also send you some articles where I broke down a congressman on the witness stand and got him to confess. This is what I do best. I practice a long time for it, but I do it best. Let me question. Rudy, um, do you believe? <laughs> last question before we let you go. Do you believe we even should t- do the interim step of an inquiry, or do you think we should go right to impeachment? Do you think there's enough evidence there on bribery that we could go to immediately to an impeachment uh, and and bring everything up we need to in an impeachment, uh, like a grand jury effort in the House, yeah. or, or do you believe we need to go this interim step? Yeah, it's almost, uh, yeah, number one, I believe we could go right to, uh, let's say, the grand jury. Let's call it, an impeachment is a grand jury proceeding. We should go right to the grand jury proceeding. Uh, uh, we're kind of doing what Fannie Willis did, right? Or Fannie, whatever her name is, a Fawney. I can't, 
she had a make-believe grand jury that heard 77 witnesses. I don't think they transcribed it. Made recommendations to the real grand jury who made different decisions. I, we don't need the make-believe grand jury. We got that. We, we've been doing that for five years. It's all over the television, podcasts. It's in every European country. There are uh, there are several uh, excellent uh, uh, devices online to get every piece of evidence you want. Uh, we just pick it out and put it before a grand jury. Call the United States House of Representatives. Let them decide whether there's enough. I mean, you're going to see the witnesses. They should do it in the open. It shouldn't be these uh, secret hearings like uh, Shift did where people testified and then he came out and lied. Put it all on television. Every witness. Call them all. Call uh, call Bobolinsky. Uh, uh, Let him tell you about how much money Joe got. Bring over the bring over Mr. Shokin. They never would let him to come do, over to the you, State Department. He's a great witness, by the way. Great memory, good man. Do, do, do you believe? Do you believe that? Do you believe Morning Joe when they say that the White House is welcoming this? That they're going to send a check over to uh, to make sure this can be expedited? Do you think Biden's White House, knowing what they've done, is sitting there think this is a great day? Is Morning Joe and the in the left wing media is trying to trying to put it forward today? I believe that as much as I believe that Morning Joe has a has an IQ that uh, reaches double digits, triple digits. I mean, I, I consider them two of the biggest morons on television. And, of course, it's ridiculous that they're going to – they know the witnesses. They're, this is, without exaggeration, this is a 40 or 50 witness case. This case could be proved without witnesses uh, just with the hard drive and electronics. You could do it with uh, you could do it with videos. You could do it with text. You could do it with emails. Uh, it, it's a multimedia case that could be won by a moderately uh, talented prosecutor. The evidence is overwhelming. Maybe the District of Columbia is the only place you could lose it, because even the, even the places that are heavily uh, uh, Trump, uh, anti-Trump. I don't have quite the disease that exists in the district, which afflicts a lot of the press. And you could, you could it'd be hard work. I mean, I'd rather try it in front of a neutral 50-50 jury. Then you would have no problem. But I try it in front of a New York jury, and I, I work like hell. I, I get a conviction. Uh, Rudy, where, where do people go for all your content? Because you're going to be in the middle of Well, the of best the content you not can an get advisor. Right now. Then a close advisor to, to, to President Trump on this. If you go to RudyGiulianiCS.com, RudyGiulianiCS.com, you go to the 2020 podcast, you press a little button, go, go right to the first podcast. It outlines the, the case. The first four lay out the RICO case, uh, two of them in trial format. So you'll get a sense of what a trial would be like. What it would be like if Shokin testified? What it would be like if Lutsenko testified? What it would be like if you saw yourself and examined a self-contained money laundering case referred by the government of Latvia to Lithuania for $4.4 million involving the Biden crime family, including Joe. Joe was involved way back then. We didn't even need the big guy. So you'll see those. You'll see Hunter's text. 
in which he sums up the RICO case to his daughter. Says, I I paid the expenses. I've been paying the family uh, half of my income for 30 years. Why do you give the family 30% of your income? Real quickly, get get her in your radio show. Where do they go? Just go to uh, RudyGiulianiCSDocs.com. You can go to WABCRadio.com and just go on Getter 8 o'clock tonight. And there I will be probably laying out some of this. And we'll be streaming it on our Getter account also. Rudy, thank you very much. From one crime family to another, next in the War Room. Do you get the feeling that something bad is going to happen soon? (laughs) Hey, being here in the cockpit of the War Room, I certainly do. But between the distractions and smoke screens in the media, we probably won't see it coming. That's why it's smart to invest in emergency food right away. As they say, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. My Patriot Supply is the nation's leader in high-quality emergency food. Let me repeat that. My Patriot Supply is the nation's leader in high-quality emergency food. Head to my website, mypatriotsupply.com. And you'll save 200 bucks on your three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. Enjoy a wide variety of delicious meals, offering over 2,000 calories every day for optimum strength under incredible stress. Stock up before panic buying sets in. Free shipping is automatic, and your order ships fast. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com, MyPatriotSupply.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, um, this audience, you're having a massive impact, as you know. You're a protagonist driving the action. Kevin McCarthy, because Matt Gates is going at noon to lay out the case. Remember, his case about McCarthy is all of it. It's the spending. It's the no term limits votes. It's no action on the southern border. It's no, um, it's obviously the impeachment you know, delaying and trying to throw out shiny toys. McCarthy's just announced that he will make a statement at 11 uh, a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. We will try to pick that up and cover it live. So a lot going on this morning. We're also going to move some people around on the show today. We were packed. We might have to uh, bump a person to to afternoon. So you're going to want to get all four hours of the war room. Uh, Mike Benz ran the cyber desk at State for President Trump, also one of his speechwriters, one of the top guys in cyber. We just talked about a mafia-like crime family that now is going to go. And don't believe Morning Joe. They're, they're, they're getting crushed. They never thought we would have the stones even to go forward with the impeachment inquiry because the information that's going to come out is going to shock the nation. Mike Benz, you've been following and put up some amazing uh, tweets uh, late last week and over the weekend that ties what I call another mafia crime family, another mafia story that connects the impeachment trial of Ken Paxson, which really MAGA's on trial. It's Roe versus MAGA, the Bushes versus MAGA, all the way to 9-11 on what you call the geopolitics of oil in West Texas. What do you mean by this, sir? Sure. So, Steve, as you know, my focus is the censorship industry. But to disentangle what's at the heart of social media censorship, you really need to understand the military industry, the finance industry, and the energy industry. And there's no place where that more sort of acutely comes together than in the geopolitics of West Texas. And what I mean by that is uh, when Trump came to power in 2016, he didn't just defeat the Clinton dynasty. 
He also defeated the Bush dynasty. And the Bush dynasty grows out of this oil intelligence, Defense Department, State Department, CIA wing. You can almost think of politics in this country before 2016 as a kind of constant struggle between the Yale wing of the CIA and the Texas A&M wing of the CIA, if you will, in terms of the foreign policy uh, machinations that come out of the State Department. When Trump came in and defeated both of those factions, they essentially banded together. And in West Texas produces more oil and gas than almost every country on Earth. The largest uh, oil field in Texas, the Permian Basin, produces more oil than the largest oil field in Saudi Arabia. There's a grand Ukraine energy play here, which involves privatizing NAFTA gas and then killing Gazprom to capture the Europe ener the energy market, the, the, the LNG market, by taking all of this precious West Texas oil and gas and then shipping it. You, you ship it in containers, you liquefy the natural gas, and then you sell it at massively marked up prices to a captive, captive market in Europe. And that secures windfall profits for Chevron, Exxon, Halliburton, and Shell, all of whom signed multi-billion dollar deals with the government of Ukraine before the 2014 uh, war broke out with Russia. They have a, a huge military interest in recapturing that territory to preserve and protect those investments, and Trump's foreign policy threatened all of that. And so what you see manifest here in the Ken Paxton impeachment is the same thing you actually saw with uh, Joe Biden in Ukraine. It's about controlling the prosecutors because that's how you control the politics. And so Ken Paxton went very hard on the Biden administration. He, he actually was the, was the sponsor of the best anti-censorship bill in the country, the Texas anti-censorship social media law. And he was then impeached, it turns out, by a Bush cabal. Uh, including George P. Bush, who ran against him uh, for attorney general. So uh, what, what you have here essentially is, a, is, is the use of the Pentagon, the State Department, and the CIA to secure and protect lucrative business deals for this Yankee-Cowboy alliance. Um, talk to me about how the folks down at – because this is responded with folks in Texas – the uh, the grassroots down there are now in a pitch battle against the, the the Bush wing of this. So are the people starting to understand? Maybe they don't understand the details of this uh, of what this cabal or cartel that you put together. But do you think that this is now open conflict between the last remnants of the Bush hold on political power? It certainly is, and what it reflects is a conflict of interest between stakeholders in the American Empire and the citizens of the American homeland. There's, this was not really a civil war in the GOP until the fruits of globalization started to turn ill. That is, during the bulk of the 20th century, I don't think this, this civil war within the GOP would have manifest because what was good for West Texas was generally good for the people of, who lived in the American homeland. Gas prices were low. Export markets were secured. It, 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 it increased American jobs and, and prosperity. Uh, but then as, as the wealth that spilled over from the, this small coterie of stakeholders in our foreign affairs uh, mafia started to really only benefit them, uh, the people who started to challenge globalization started running up more and more against this same Bush family dynasty 
legacy. And now you're right. It is coming to a pitch battle. And uh, this is this is the fight of the century. Well, the way you describe this is like you remember the founders were very were mesmerized by Republican Rome. And, and, and built many of our institutions on the inspiration from the Roman Republic. The way you describe this, if you look at the Biden family, and because and, he's been involved since the 1970s, 1980s, the Clintons and the Bushes, you're talking about families that have been deeply embedded into the administrative state, not just elective politics, but the administrative state for over a half or a half a century. Is this like late Republican Rome where you had these major families that basically ran the apparatus, and that's one of the reasons the whole thing crumbled at the end. Their corruption, their uniparty corruption in late Republican Rome led to their overthrow. Is that, is that, is that a similar – we're going to do a similar thing because people always talk about we're like the year 300 with the empire. Is what we're fighting for now really the ability to, to get our republic back and destroy these families that are essentially uh, oligarchs? Well, it's it's hard to argue with that. The Kagan family has essentially been in control of Ukraine policy for several generations. Uh, the even Tony Blinken, his father, uh, essentially ran the CIA Voice of America archive for the George Soros family. Uh, you and, and even the George Soros story has now been passed down from father to son as Alex Soros now controls the thirty billion dollar Open Society Foundation. Uh, you know, Milton Friedman once said, you know, that, that as individualistic as, as he's known for, this is actually a family society, not so much an individual society. And most of the time, that's that's for the best. It incentivizes a lot of wonderful things. Uh, the issue is, is uh, the, you now have a sort of mafia family uh, more than anything. And it's it's bipartisan, I should say, uh, in a way that that sort of fuses these these bloodlines into, into political power. Like, for example, George Soros is, is a large stakeholder in Halliburton. Halliburton it was was run by the, the chairman was Dick Cheney, and Halliburton holds the oil contracts uh, for for processing the oil fields in Ukraine. So, you know, the, this sort of West Texas oil story is is deeply fused with Wall Street and London stakeholders. Uh, the only people uh, who really don't have a seat at the table. Are the ordinary everyday American American people, and that's why the Ken Paxton. Uh, this is why the Ken Paxton trial is so important. This is a populist movement versus the kind of mafia Bush family down in Texas. This fusion of intelligence, defense, contracting, uh, the State Department, and of course, uh, oil and gas. Uh, Ben's, where do people go to find uh, your social media and your writings to this? Because it's it's very enlightening. Sure. So you can find me on Twitter at Mike Benz Cyber, all one word. And my foundation is at foundationforfreedomonline.com. And our mission is to restore the golden age of the Internet. Uh, Benz, in- incredible, incredible. Now we know why President Trump selected you as a speechwriter and then to run CyberDesk over at State. Brilliant. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Steve. Brilliant. Um, these same oligarchs are in back of because it's never what it seems. And this is the, what we try to do in the show is to give you the information so that you can go, aha, now I understand. This effort to keep Trump, to defeat Trump, is so deep, so well-funded. And I'm not talking about Democrats. I'm talking about the Republican oligarchs that we just talked about. 
This whole effort in back of the 14th Amendment is basically being funded by the Republicans in conjunction with Murdoch to keep Trump off the ballot. Jeff Clark, you've written an amazing piece over at Russ Vogt's shop. You guys do incredible work. Walk me through uh, this, the, uh, these arguments for the 14th Amendment. They're, they're coming at Trump for this, and they're going to look at this as political and information warfare. Walk me through it, brother. Sure. Well, thanks for having me on, Steve. And look, we're 420 days out, if my calculations are correct, from what I think is perhaps the most consequential uh, presidential election in U.S. history. And if it's not the most, you know, it's right uh, up there after uh, the one for President Lincoln that saved the union. Um, You know, I think the republic is under, uh, you know, tremendous assault from multiple angles. You know, they delivered grievous wounds to it in the progressive era, especially in the New Deal and then in the uh, post-Watergate era. And I think they're aiming to try to, you know, kill it off and really leave us with a kind of one party or one uniparty uh, dictatorship in its wake. And I think this effort under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment is really uh, a key plank in their plans. And so the paper, which I urge people to go and read in detail, it's about 20 pages long, uh, so I can't cover all of it here, uh, goes through all of the arguments. uh, But I want to, let me give you this summary. It has two main parts. Uh, You know, let me start with the second part because it's probably easier uh, to digest which is, look, in order to invoke this against President Trump and try to stop him from going on the ballot or to try to stop him from assuming the presidency if he gets uh, reelected again uh, in 2024, uh, they, they have to show that he participated in an insurrection or that he gave uh, aid and comfort to uh, our enemies. And that has already been adjudicated by the uh by the Senate of the United States in the second impeachment trial. And the second impeachment trial, uh, you know, put before the United States, I think a lot of people have have, uh, missed this, that uh, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, that was the allegation in the single article of impeachment that President Trump uh, had violated uh, that, that by participating in an insurrection or giving aid or or comfort to those who, who participated in the insurrection. And that failed by a vote of uh, 57 to 43 because they needed to get to 67 votes. So it failed by 10 votes. It's a conclusive nationwide trial determination that President Trump did not engage in that conduct, Steve. And that bars any attempt to use Section 3. They tried this before in the second impeachment. It failed. They can't try it now. Uh, try it again now on the micro level in each of the uh, you know battleground states where they want to launch it and try to keep them off the ballot. That just is not the way uh, things work. Uh, also, at the impeachment trial, right, they argued that he was providing aid and comfort because in his ellipse speech, you know, he said. Uh, you know, go down, uh, you know, and and uh, attack essentially is the way they portray it on MSNBC. But they always leave out the clause where he said, do that peacefully and patriotically. That's another adjudication by the Senate uh, that the impeachment failed. Hey, hang on one second, Clark. Uh, I'm going to hold you through the break because this is quite profound. Clark, one of the smartest guys around. Short break. Jeff Clark, Kerry Lake, next. Rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. 
You should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it, because it just might. More than 35,000 wildfires have devastated the U.S. this year. The toxins and particles in wildfire smoke can penetrate our lungs and threaten our health. That's why EnviroCleanse developed military-grade air purification for your home. And they just announced their biggest sale of the year. Save a massive 30% off during their Labor Day sale. EnviroCleanse is specifically designed to wipe out airborne chemicals and viruses known to cause illness, allergies, and difficulty breathing. Even toxic gases and particles found in wildfire smoke are no match for EnviroCleanse. That's why the Department of Defense chose EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants. And EnviroCleanse comes with a free professional air quality monitor so you know your family's breathing purified air. Now's the time to save 30% off your air purification unit. Get the free air quality monitor and fast free shipping. That's a 250 bucks savings. Visit ekpure.com and use code Steve. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. Let me repeat, ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve. Take action, use your agency, do it today, get the benefits of the sale. Our nation's 246-year history, there has never been an individual who is a greater threat to our republic than Donald Trump. He tried to steal the last election using lies and violence to keep himself in power after the voters had rejected him. He is a coward. A real man wouldn't lie to his supporters. He lost his election and he lost big. I know it, he knows it, and deep down, I think most Republicans know it. Okay, that was right before his daughter got a historic landslide to blow him out of the war. Check that out. I may play that in the next hour, too. That is a guy that lied to everybody to get us into the Iraq war. Okay, this, this, is, this is how awful the Bush mafia is. Some of the worst people on earth. And this is the really, this is, this is the big money organizing with hedge fund guys against Donald Trump right now. This whole 14th Amendment, everything from, the, from coming out. Uh, with the Federal Society, the two scholars, quote-unquote, all of it, this big push, is all being financed by Republican big donor money, just like Youngkin is. They're coming at Trump from 30 different directions, 30 different directions. Jeff Clark, what's the other argument you've got? Just real quickly, because i got Kerry Lake up about another trial. Um, Just because it went to the Senate, that's a political process. That's not a legal process. How can you say that the Ah. impeachment— which is a political trial, how can, you, how can you then argue that that obviates everything for all these people and, and all these Democrats and now guys getting uh, two votes? You know, they got, a th- remember, a thousand people run for president. You got all these grundoons throughout the country running on a quote-unquote Republican ticket that are suing him also. That was a political process. How can you say that that, that deals with uh, the legal aspect of this? Ah, Steve. Well, it shows the wisdom of the framers. And I heard you earlier mention uh, the framers drawing on Rome. They also drew, obviously, on our English forebears. And as I'm sure you know, in the House of Lords, many trials were conducted in the House of Lords. Uh, indeed, that process only ended, you know, a little more than a, a decade ago uh, in the UK. So we have centuries of trials in uh, the House of Lords, and the Senate is the essentially the equivalent of that. The framers borrowed that mechanism for the very important 
important issue of do you remove a president from office once he's been impeached by the House? So yes, there are political elements to it, but that's because instead of you know setting a very high bar like you know clear and convincing evidence or uh, beyond a reasonable doubt uh, as the proof standards, they decided just to do it by saying you got to get two thirds of the senators, and that's exactly what failed. So this is na- a nationwide preclusive res judicata effect that the Democrats cannot try to uh, take a second bite at the apple on on a state-by-state basis. So that's the second argument. And what do the, the two scholars you mentioned have you know, to answer that argument with? They say, well, there were majorities in both houses. Yeah, but that doesn't answer the point that the, the framers decided with the two-thirds requirement that there needed to be a supermajority. They didn't get over the supermajority. This Section 3 article argument failed in the past and must be rejected when they launch it again. I want everybody to read this piece. Where do people go to get it? What's your social media? Once again, you've knocked it out of the park. Clark, Clark, a quite controversial, let me say it here, you know, Rudy's going to run for mayor again, and Jeff Clark's going to be, I want Morning Mika to embrace this. He's going to be the Attorney General of the United States in the second term. Jeff Clark, uh, where do people go to get this piece? Well, Steve, I hope you'll have me back to talk about the uh, the first argument. Hopefully people could look at it in the meantime. It's up on uh, the Citizens for Renewing America site. Uh, I am, uh, you know, with the Center for Renewing America, and they, we're, that's uh, americarenewing.com, and I am Jeff Clark U.S. on Getter and Twitter, and at Real Jeff Clark on Truth Social, Steve. We're going to have you back on tomorrow because I keep telling people this 14th Amendment deal is going to be huge. They are put, they're putting tons of resources in the back of it. We were the first guys to spot it and have Professor Dershowitz on a couple of months ago. But we'll have you back on tomorrow, Jeff. We've got to get to the bottom of the, of the legal aspects of this. So thank you for coming on. Thanks, and thank Steve. you for writing the paper. Sure thing. When Jeff Clark's on something, he's on it. Smart guy. Okay, uh, 14th Amendment. Boom. Kerry Lake. Um, Actually, there's two things going on. One, we're going to be live streaming, but you're saying you, you've got another case that actually you believe may be more important. Can you walk us through it? Oh, I think they're all important. You know, the, the fake news never talks about any of our cases. They act like everything's done, and, and it's not today at 10.30 Arizona time. That would be 1.30 Eastern time in a federal court, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. Um, we are going to be presenting the case that we actually presented for the first time seven months before the election to try to get injunctive relief to not use these voting machines that are so problematic, that are easily manipulated, that our enemies make the components for. And we had a, a you know seven months before the election, a Obama judge threw it out, dismissed the case, and then lo and behold, we saw what happened in Arizona on election day in 2022. We saw how the machines failed at an alarming rate. 59%, nearly 60% of the polling locations had failed machines. So we are appealing that original case. This could have huge implications. This could effectually get rid of these machines. So I'm asking everybody to keep Andrew Parker, my attorney, in your prayers today as he has 20 minutes uh, in front of a three-judge appellate court in the Ninth Circuit to uh, present our case. And we think this is a case that the whole country would benefit from if we were able to get rid of these, these horrible voting machines. What what is a central? What's your central thesis? It got thrown out by an Obama judge, but an appellate court decided to pick it up. What what, what is the basic central argument of Brother Parker today? 
Well, one of the things they're saying is that we, we do have standing because the Obama judge tried to say we don't have standing. Imagine that. It was me and Mark Fincham filing it. Two candidates running. We have the most to lose, right, when you use these machines. And uh, we also had to prove that there was jurisdiction for this to uh, happen in, in uh, our courtroom. And I think what we're going to be able to prove even better today than seven months before the election is all of the issues that we have been able to document because of these machines that have happened since the election. We also have the Halderman report that came out. That is uh, a slam dunk in evidence of that these machines can be manipulated. The manufacturers of the machines won't even open up the hood and let us inspect underneath and explain how things work. It's like we put our, our vote our sacred vote into this black box, and we're just told, trust us, this thing works, it counts accurately, but we know they don't count accurately. We've seen in case after case where they do a hand count and it doesn't match up to the machine count. So this is a really big case. It hasn't been given a lot of attention. The mainstream media is not talking about it at all. We're really happy to have uh, a chance before the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeal uh, today. Well, it will actually happen in Arizona at the federal courthouse. And we'll be putting up a link where you can listen in to um, how the interaction goes with our, with our, uh, our amazing attorney. Uh, Carrie, where do people go? I know you got to bounce. Where do people go to get this? You can find out more. We'll be posting on Twitter today. We'll put a link up. You can go to Getter, all of our social media. And thanks, Steve, for having us on. Carrie Lake, fight on. We'll cover today on Getter. Short break. Kevin McCarthy next. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. 
You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.